Well, Peter, uh, with the deal today, let's just, just start with Jordan Eberle, obviously a, a long tenure with the Oilers, and you obviously contributed a lot, but what in the end uh, made you think uh, maybe it was time for him to move on? Well, it was, it was a function of a number of different things. Um, uh, one, the chance to acquire uh, a player like, um, like Ryan Strom. Uh, two, uh, no secret, we've, we've got to clear up some space uh, to sign a, uh, both Connor and Leon. Um, and th three, it was just it was a deal that you know there, there are times that these deals come come about and you have to act on them and and we just felt it would improve our team. Now you've got a player like Ryan who hasn't put the numbers up like Jordan, but um, he's got some things to his game that we feel could help us in our division. He's he's got good size. He's got a terrific wrist shot. I scouted him for a long time for the U24 team, um, and uh, a very very cerebral player. Uh, he can play center or the wing. Um, uh, very good on the half wall. Um, and these are all—I mean, these these are all some of the things that that uh, Jordan has. But you know, we have to when we can save some cap space uh, going forward. We're going to have to do it. That's the reality of building a team these days. So it was a good fit from a hockey perspective. It was a good fit from a team building and cap perspective. You mentioned the position with Strom. Do you go into the summer and the season thinking, preferably he's he's center or wing, or are you just looking at him as as forward? You know, it's 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 it, a lot of these teams that have success in the playoffs, and it was the same way when when we were with, uh, when I was with Boston. Like if you can put two centers on a line, um, it, it, it's it's to your advantage. Um, I, I would I, th I think he's a natural center, but he can he can certainly rip a wrist shot, so he's 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 quite good on the wing also. How much did Jordan Everly's lack of production, whether it's the season or in the postseason, have to do with you deciding to move on from the player? Uh, you know, certainly uh, that has something to do with it. Um, but, you know, the, the reality is, is that um, Connor and Leon are going to get big raises and we have to clear some space. So, but that put, you know, then you have to choose someone who you're going to move. And unfortunately, uh, it was Jordan, and uh, Jordan's had a lot of good years here. Um, it wasn't solely because he didn't produce in the playoffs, but um, you know, as I said before, I think there are a lot of good things he did in the playoffs. And uh, you know, and then and I know he's going to have success on uh, with New York because he's a smart player. And but I mean, the the circumstances dictate that we have to do this, and and you know, these are hard decisions and. And unfortunately, we had to trade Jordan. He had a good opportunity to play with McDavid. I mean, in your opinion, why didn't that click better? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he certainly he certainly thinks quickly and he moves the puck quickly. Um, he, he, you know, he's he was a twenty-plus goal scorer, and he and he still is, and he will be. Um, you know, and who's you know he he might have been with Connor uh, this coming year if he was around. So I, th I think you know the takeaways from this trade are are not so much focused on Jordan. There's reasons why we trade players. Fair enough, but it, it, it's this is about this is about cap management, and this is about replacing good players with good players, and this is about long-term thinking. Do you, do you feel you mentioned cap management? Do you feel like this puts you in a pretty good spot moving forward? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is it something that came together rather quickly, or had these two players been discussed for a while? I, you know, there's there's been discussions on and off. Um, I'll leave it at that. In a span of a, of a year, you've traded Hall and then Everly. You have obviously no problem with 
trading big name players. Is that something that you just flick off the emotional switch and it's it's purely analytical? Well, I think a trade has to make sense. So I mean, I use that when we uh, when we make these decisions. Um, these, I mean, you have to, you know, you've seen it around the league. You've seen it with successful teams. Like these moves have to be made, and and we're fortunate that we get a good player back. Peter, after the Islanders made their coaching change last year, Ryan <coughs> looked like he took his game to another level under Doug Wade for a little while there. You scouted him a lot before that. Did that reaffirm anything that for you to see him do something you know, after a slow start? Um, you know, he's a skilled cerebral player, and you don't lose the sense. He's, he's 23 years old. He's going to continue to get stronger. He's got a good frame. You saw him. Um, uh, he had a little bit of a dip last year. Um, um, the fact that his game came on, did it rejuvenate our interest in him? We, we, don't like, we, we like the sense. We like the shot. We like, you know, we like the way he thinks the game. So that, that really never changed. You said at the end of the season that you were wanting to try and get a deal done with Chris Russell. Um, getting approaching July 1st here, are you still in that mindset that you want to try and get the player signed and are you optimistic? Yeah, I'd like to try and sign Chris. Yeah, um, we've got some time here, so uh, uh, there was a moratorium here for a while and we'll pick it back up and, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Is it important heading into the draft to have an idea if that piece is in place or not? I mean, you're already without Secker to start the year, so do you need some certainty on Russell? I think, the, I think your critical date is July 1. The draft. I mean, I guess you could, if you're suggesting trading picks for players, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I guess yeah. That's your first critical point, and then the next one is July one. But um, we, you know, I've said all along we'd like to try and sign Chris, and we're going to continue to try and sign him. Was that possibility with Chris Peter in your mind as part of wanting to free up some salary cap room, or was it just exclusively Connor and Leon? Well, it's it's the whole picture. Like it's the whole picture. Like I, I want to be in a position that we we can one pay these players, which we are, and two, um, uh, fend off any uh, suggested uh, predatory offer sheets, which we're comfortably in that position now. So um, we're in a, with Chris. We, we, if we if and when we sign Chris, we'll continue to be in that very comfortable position. Are you thinking an offer sheet could come then? No, I don't. But but yeah. but I mean, there's there's always the chatter, and and I want to be firm and clear that we have significant amount of space and we'll match anything. Did you have a lot of options with Everly? Like, was there a lot of interest in him? And you had I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to discuss that. Yeah. I'm not going to discuss that. A guy like Patrick Maroon, you've got him under a really good cap hit for one more year. Is he, is a, guy, is he a guy that you'd like to keep? And Again, not, I'm not, this isn't the state of affairs for who I'm signing, who I'm not signing. But. Going into the draft, uh, you're in a different position than you were have been in some time, which is good in one sense because it means you're you know, trending upwards and you're not picking in the top three. At the same time, you're, you know, what are you expecting to get out of this draft as opposed to the previous or draft? Well, um, certainly not as high a pick. Uh, there's, you know, there's some good players in our range. I'll give you the standard answers here. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to fall and we'll be really happy. How's that? <laughs> no, we, we, we've got a cluster of four players that we think we're going to get one of them. And, and uh, you know, it's 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 good news, bad news that we're in 22. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm I'm okay with it. What about not getting a, a second round pick yeah. because of you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they changed the rule. It's a dumb rule. Yeah, I know. You guys have to yeah. Learn it now. yeah. Well, yeah. There's nothing. No comment on that. Right. Uh, we have to ask. 
how would you characterize negotiations with Leon or Connor? Or are you optimistic at this point that something will be done? Uh, not going to characterize. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try one more. Uh, Jesse Cooley-Orby, is there an opportunity for him to make roster next season? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Do you expect yeah. him to make a roster? I, I would hope so, yeah. Thanks. Good. All right. All right.